Jackson had a 3.8 QBR. Wow, that was pretty good. 40 what? The 40. Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon. Um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I want mean, to see why not? The, the, the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at 8 o'clock. Pack 12 after die. Good teams win, great teams cover. I've always said <laughs> Well... With, with, with 10 games over Miss, Mr. Safe over there. Ga- oh, Safe. That's a bold like, move, Cotton. Not? Like uh, 12 weeks, we'll be unemployed. I just want to say. That's right. In, twel- in 12 weeks, we'll be, uh, we'll be sitting next to the burn, bar- burn barrel out uh, under the bridge. Run the RPO, Chad. It's not hard. Rutgers is good. They lost yeah. their coach. Okay. They're, they're, they're doing so good, their coach just <laughs> got fired. <laughs> My notes yeah, on this game, did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful. <laughs> and their offense is very, very bad. We need to come up I with, th- like, an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Six. I think he shanked the extra point. Reaches off his rocker. <laughs> this is the Kick Six Project. It's Nathan, Caleb, and Dick. That's right. That's right. This is the Kick Six Podcast. I'm Nathan. With me, as always, Caleb and Jake. Say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? Hello, everybody. All right. We we have made it. This is our college football playoff and New Year's Six uh, recap show. Uh, we've had some, some uh, colorful discussion um, since the games. We've had some colorful discussion here uh, tonight, kind of getting ready for the show. But uh, we want to break down uh, the bowls from uh, the 29th all the way to this last weekend. And then uh, on Thursday, we'll be bringing you our um, championship um, predictions, um, discussion, and all that. So uh, we'll get into that. But um, Jake, Caleb, has anything stood out from this uh, from this little round of games uh, in the college football playoff that uh, stuck with you? Ohio State. Um, it's... Very hard to predict a winner this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, been oh you're, talk, you're talking about games total. Like, it's hard to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, like, things you think would happen have not happened. The thing that's. The only one I've gotten right so far was Hawaii always wins their bowl game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the true that, true that. And Marshall lost the bowl game, which was, which was kind of an odd thing. Yeah, they uh, usually. Yeah. Uh, Old Miss had a big win uh, against Indiana. That'll be a good one. Um, I really like um, I like what Kiffin's doing there, man. He can call, he he's a he's a good play caller, so um, things are looking pretty good there. But uh, uh, let's just let's just skim over a couple games. Uh, Oklahoma State Miami uh, that was a good one. Oklahoma State snuck that one out, thirty seven thirty four. I think the big story here is Derek King got hurt uh, late in the first half. Um, is a knee injury. I'm not exactly sure. He is coming back next year, so that's good news for Miami. Um, and um, the um, um, the truth of Miami not winning bowl games continues. Um, Texas blew out uh, Colorado. Texas' backup quarterback came in, I think, in the start of the second half. The kid's a straight beast. Um, they're in good hands there. His name is uh, Thompson. Uh, he, was, he, he threw eight completions on ten attempts, 170 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, he's, also a run, he's also a running quarterback, and he's a, he's a big beast. Um, but uh, Sam, big he's a big old beast, baby. Uh, Texas fired their coach. They, mm-hmm. they they did so good in the bowl game that Tom Herman is out. Steve Sarkeesian is in. Uh, be interesting to see what happens there. Um, if you remember, Sarkeesian was the coach at USC and Washington. Uh, 
Rumor is he's going after Barry Odom. Barry Odom. Rumor has it. That's what everybody's saying. Yeah, so uh, that'll be interesting. Um, there's also rumors around Notre Dame that they're trying to get back uh, Mike Elko from A&M. Um, trying to get back an offense? N- no, he's he's a defensive coordinator. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to get there, dude. Trust me. Trust me, we're going to make it that way. They're trying to get Elko back from A&M? Yeah. You think he leaves? Uh, well, he was like one of the highest uh, paid uh, assistants when they enticed him to leave. He went over uh, with the gym. A&M has a good defense. Yeah, well, he was at he was at Notre Dame first, and they're trying to get him to come back. So, um, but uh, that's speculation. But uh, rumor is that the people close to the program say that they're giving him giving Brian Kelly the money to get him back if we want him. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, Wake Forest uh, lost to Wisconsin, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Uh, biggest story of this game is the the Mayo jug on the sideline was not in fact filled with mayo, so the coach. I'm not, disappointed. I know. Um, literally, we sat around the TV for like 20 minutes waiting for this to happen. That's the only reason why I was watching. <laughs> and it didn't happen. Uh, the Cotton Bowl. Uh, let's 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 do a little uh, little deep dive here. Uh, OU uh, blows the doors off of Florida, 55 to 20. Um, Trask, I think, threw three picks in the first half, and he, he only did. he only Indeed. threw he only threw five all season. Uh, Poor he, guy. Yeah, he was 18. Or excuse me, 16 to 28, 158 yards. Three picks. Uh, Rattler, 14 to 23, 247 yards, three touchdowns. I think the story of this game, though, was Oklahoma's rushing attack. Uh, Stevenson. Hang on. Let's not skip over the fact that Florida had the local high school's receiving core playing that game. Well, if, if you're in the, the Sooner fan base, that was that would be something that you would uh, fail to acknowledge. Uh, yeah. I don't, they act like that didn't happen. Like, right. Nobody on their offense was playing. Not yeah. to take anything away from them. They still played good, but, I mean, right. that's a factor. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're an OU fan base, um, Florida missing five NFL draft picks off of the offense is not a deal. Uh, but if Clemson's missing uh, Tua and, and their starting quarterback, or their, their backup quarterback, so those are 500 yards, um, it, it, it might as well not even count as a win. So, um Emory Jones, he was Florida's leading rusher, which was not good. Uh, Ten rushes for 60 yards and a touchdown. And and uh, if you know anything about Florida, he is their backup quarterback. Uh, he would come in on running situations. But, uh, man, this was an ugly one. I was really surprised that Dan Mullen didn't have his guys uh, prepared for this game. Um, and, and I really thought that um, – you know, there would be some some plug-and-play kind of guys with as good of a coach as Dan Mullen is on, at receiver. Um, but if you watch that game, there were so many drops on drives early when the game was still close. I think it I think it was um, it was 13-17 to 17 at one point. Um, and Florida had the ball, so they had a chance to go up. And it was, it was a situation where they had just – they they could have gone up, but like three or four drives in a row just stalled out because wide open receivers at Trask hit drop the ball, and there's so much momentum that you really can't even see in a box score that gets killed um, mm-hmm. by by those drops, and people don't understand that. It's like, well, um, OU's defense, you know, did this or did that. Well, the guys were open. It was just, you know, players were not making plays. But uh, good win for OU. I do think OU will be really good next year. Their defense is much improved. Uh, Alex Grinch is recruiting a lot better. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, I think Spencer Rattler is only going to be better. I think we talked about that at the beginning of the year. 
Yeah. Um, this year was probably a little early for them, and we saw we saw early losses, um, especially on you know when Stevenson was out, K State and Iowa State early could key on the pass, um, you know, drop more guys in coverage and make uh, Rattler you know make mistakes, which is going to happen with the first year starter. So um, I think that's fair. Um, Iowa, Mizzou canceled uh, Tulsa, Mississippi State. Did you guys see the fight? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. what was that? That's you pretty... see Mike Leach in the stands taking pictures while they're fighting. Yeah, and then he and then <laughs> his his post game like comments about it were like, well, you know, they were kind of mad, and you know, we're out here playing football, and anybody expects not to get hit. And it's like, dude, yeah, I mean, you're gonna get hit, but I mean, I don't think you know, destroying the guy on the onside kick and then standing over him and flexing and taunting him is a good start. And then after the game, I don't think, like, putting your helmet, someone give me my helmet so we can go fight, you know, I don't feel like that's a, yeah. I don't feel like that's part of the game. But, uh, yeah, it was it was one of the crazier brawls I've seen uh, in, a, in a long time. Uh, that's what game that made that game a little more interesting. But uh, Mississippi State won 28-26. to uh, I think the biggest uh, surprise, Ball State. It was like twenty-eight to nothing in the first quarter uh, over uh, Jake's uh, Nick Starkle led uh, San Jose. What the heck, Nick man? Starkle, He's so bad. He is terrible. <laughs> Jake, dude, you love him so much. Yeah, he's your favorite. He's your best buddy. To Sucks. to quote Jake from last year, after Starkle played well, uh, I think it was the Colorado State game. Maybe he's like, I think they found their quarterback. Well. Okay. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> uh, West Virginia beats Army in in an ugly twenty four to twenty one game. That game did actually went over. Uh, I think the over was forty one in that game. So, Service Academy over. Uh, unfortunately, Arkansas versus TCU really ruined my New Year's Eve. Um, this was this was like going to be the highlight of my New Year's Eve. I would have made it to midnight had this game kicked off, but uh, instead I I called it a night about um, about ten thirty. So, um, Caleb, did you make it to midnight? Um. Yeah, I sure did. Nice, Jacob. Yep. All right, you guys. I'm the old, old, old dog on the on the porch. So, um, New Year's Day kicking off the uh, the the New Year's Day festivities. Um, George and Cincy played in the Peach Bowl. It took a last second field goal um, by Georgia to win this game, twenty four to twenty one. It was. It was one of the most entertaining games of the. Um, of the bowl season. Did you catch any of this, Jake? Uh, yes. The Georgia-Cincinnati game I watched, I think, like, the first half, and then I watched, the obviously, the playoff games. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was a 53-yard field goal with three seconds remaining that the guy hit, which is incredible. It was a bomb. Uh, Ritter played really good, 206, uh, two touchdowns. He had quite a bit of yards on the ground. Uh, JT Daniels, 26-38, which I really like that. Georgia throwing the ball 38 times. 392 yards, one touchdown, one it's pick. It's almost as if JT Daniels is better than Stetson Bennett. It, it is almost that way, you know. Um, Crazy, huh? Yeah. It, it is. Dude, Kirby Smart's got to be the worst guy, coach I've ever seen with QBs. Well, What's wrong with him in the first half of the year? He need, that's what he needs. He needs to, Somebody needs to say, hey, I was an idiot and didn't play him, or hey, he was injured. Some, you got to tell people. we got to figure this out. This is the out. second time he's messed up QBs. He, there's no reason Justin Fields shouldn't be at Georgia right now. Yeah. 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 They would be so good. So well, good. I mean, Jake Fromm, when he came in as a freshman, man, he played really well. You got to remember, Eason was supposed oh, to I be know. all everything. He played really well. But the thing is, is if you look at Nick Saban, okay, how many how many championships does Nick Saban have? 
I think I think he's got I think he's got sick exactly. Halftime of the national championship, he's down on Georgia, and what does he do? He brings in freaking Tua in the second half and says, "You know what?" But you got to understand, Nick Saban has earned the the has earned the right to make those gutsy calls, and if it backfires, there's not not going to say anything because he's the go. You know what I mean? So you got to understand that. But the thing is, is he, you know, Kirby Kirby Smart's got to get to where he can make that decision. Say, hey. We're we're rocking and rolling. I mean, Brian Kelly's the same way. Um, I'm worried next year they're going to bring in a grad transfer quarterback. Um, but I think they need to just th- throw him out there to the Wolves and see what happens, you know. Um, but uh, Georgia gets a big win in the Peach Bowl. I think Cincinnati was a really, really good team. Um, but um, Georgia definitely had their uh, – they were, they were missing um, uh, Dalvin Cook's little brother in this game. What's his name? James. James Cook. Uh, they were missing him. Uh, in this game and a couple other people. Yeah, because his dad passed away. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, they were missing them, but um, Cincinnati played really good, and they're they're a team, especially if Luke Fickle sticks around. That's going to be, um, you know, I said at the beginning of the year, probably the best team in the uh, in the group of five. So, yeah. but uh, all right, cool. Uh, moving along, um, Northwestern took care of Auburn. Auburn's offense is just not good. Um, Chad Morris is back. Yeah, I think Chad's uh, on his way out of there. Chandler Morris transferred uh, from OU, and he is headed to TCU now. So uh, right. he, he's going back to Fort Worth, for those of you that, that were worried about that. Um, not not a lot of story in this game. Actually, uh, I think the biggest thing was Northwestern was slinging the ball around, and uh, their defense continues to, to be really good. Um, but uh, Ramsey actually threw the ball in the Northwestern line, 24 of 35, 291 yards and three touchdowns passing. Um, so if, if Northwestern can get that passing attack going uh, along with that defense, they're going to be a tough team, um, you know, in the next few years to to compete with Wisconsin and Minnesota um, in the Big Ten uh, West. So, all right, you guys ready to get to the playoff games? Yeah, might as yep. well. Might as well. Might as well. Okay, the first one, Notre Dame, uh, Alabama, the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One. Um, played at Jerry World, Alabama, 31, Notre Dame, 14. Um, I don't know. I'll let somebody else start because I'm going to have a lot to say. Uh, basically, um, <laughs> what my, my thoughts boil down to here is Notre Dame obviously didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Bama took care of business as Bama does. Um, well, game, I think we all knew that was going to happen. Game wasn't close. Notre Dame looked like they didn't belong in the top ten. Uh, <laughs> they should have been playing in the uh, Cuties Orange Bowl against USF. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Notre Dame. Notre Dame obviously deserved it. I think everybody knew Bama was going to win. I mean, Bama's going to win the whole thing. I don't think there's a question about that. Yeah, three three of the top five vote getters for the Heisman on one offense: quarterback, running back, uh, wide receiver. You can't cover them all. Um, you know, Mac Jones, uh, t- twenty five of thirty, two hundred ninety seven yards, four touchdowns. It's like a nice, smooth, easy game. Um, after the first three drives, our offense gave up, um, you know, twenty one points. The first three drives of the game, um, w- or our defense gave up three touchdowns. Um, which I mean, dude, that's so demoralizing. You know what I mean? You've mm-hmm. you've prepared for two weeks. The strength of your team is the defense, and they score the first three times. 
Um, you know, they kind of bowed their heads up the the rest of the game. Um, they only gave up 10 points after that. Um, there was a little bit of, uh, you know, calling off the dogs toward the toward the end there. Um, but, man, there's just, I mean, there's too much to talk about in this game. Um, <laughs> Najee's, Najee's hurdle. Uh, he he finished with a with a 15 carries, 125 yards. Um, Kyron Williams, our running back, he uh, he had 16 carries, 64 yards, a touchdown. Dude, dude battled his guts out. I think he won a. Dude, he's a freaking. He had I think he had nine receptions uh, for close to to 50 yards um, as well. Um, Ian Book, no touchdowns. He threw one pick, 229 yards. The, the pick was a, a killer. It ended a drive. Um, he had a guy open and just underthrew it, and uh, the defensive back cut under it. Um, story for uh, for Bama: Devonta Smith, seven receptions, 130 yards, three touchdowns. Heisman, Heisman Trophy winner tomorrow night, guys. You think? Dude, uh, he deserves maybe, it. Maybe, but that game doesn't affect it. Yeah, yeah, the voting's already done, but I, I still think I think he deserves it. Um, so the the my issue with this game, and we'll dive into these playoff games a little more, I guess. Um, Notre Dame didn't play to win. They played not to lose, which I can understand partially. Uh, I can understand you you don't want to take too many uh, uncalculated risk um, because you want to keep Bama off of the field. You know, if, if you're Notre Dame, you want to you want to sustain drives. But the problem is, if you're not taking any shots, any risk whatsoever, uh, Bama can just sit there and and feast. Um, yeah. You know, their defense may not be amazing, but they've got good enough athletes where if they know what's coming. Um, they didn't do anything about getting guys moved around to get matchup differences. Um, Sertan was on our best receiver the whole game, and instead of moving him around and, and trying to, you know, get opportunities like Bama did with Devonta Smith, they never had Devonta Smith where he was he was covered with uh, uh, JOK or Kyle Hamilton. Um, you know, they had him moved in in spaces where he didn't have to deal with that, and and we didn't do any of that. Um, I don't know. We got we got we got big things we need on offense uh, for sure. Offense needs some help. Yeah, boring all year. I've said that. Do uh do do you think? I mean, Jake, I, I knew this was an, a matchup nightmare. Um, I think it would have been a matchup nightmare for. I, I really think the only other team that would have matched up when we talked about this a little bit before the show, but the only other team that in the semifinal game, right, that was close to the top four, that would have matched up better, you know, and, and had a, a better chance to keep the game. Uh, maybe not as maybe not close, but keep the game to where, um, maybe I'm, I'm trying to think of this. Um, to keep the game similar to the way it was against Florida would have been OU. You know what I mean? It, it's going to take someone with an elite offense to go toe to toe with Bama, and it, and it may be, it may be a 15 point game or, or a, a 20 point game at the end of the game. Um, but it's just. The firepower that the Bama has, I don't, I don't see anybody that's in that top eight, besides Clemson, and Ohio State, um, they they can keep up with Bama far as scoring wise. Yeah, I think Ohio State has a chance, and that's that's it. Right. Obviously, Clemson, but um, they kind of uh, pooped the bed. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, and when you guys say, "Well, hey, we need to expand the playoff," and all these people expand the playoff, like, are we just delaying the inevitable? Is what I'm saying. Is what I'm asking. What do you mean? Well, I mean, if you have an eight-team playoff, right? Are, are yeah, more teams get into it. The more bowls seem to be "quote unquote" where they matter. But are we just delaying essentially what's going to happen? I heard someone put it this way: 
Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Georgia, Florida, those teams, um, LSU, those teams are the fourth best team in a, in a league that only has three teams. Uh, OU, essentially. You know what I mean? Because you think about the college football playoff era, who has it been? Bam- Bama, Clemson, Ohio State. When we, when we think about recruiting, who is it? Bama, Clemson, Ohio State. Uh, Georgia's up there every once in a while. You get USC up there once in a while on the recruiting. The difference with those teams is they don't have elite coaches. You know, Dabo's elite. Nick Saban's probably the greatest ever coach. Um, and, of course, uh, Urban Meyer and what he started there at Ohio State and kind of turned over to Ryan Day. Um, I, I just I think if you expand it, you're just delaying the inevitable. I mean, do do we really want to see Alabama play Cincinnati first yes. r- first round? Why not? No, I mean, no, I would watch it. But what I'm saying is, is I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? I okay. And then we want to we want to see Clemson play. Um, we want to no, see, see Clemson that. play a three loss, you know, Florida team or Coastal Carolina team. Yeah. I mean, you would you would you would get. I mean, the games would be awesome. Far as like talked about, but here we are. We're sitting here talking every year. You know, that fourth-rate team, whether it be, you know, Oklahoma every year, whether it be in 2018 or 2020, Notre Dame, um, that gets, you know, this first round, whatever. Um, out of 14 semifinal games that they've had throughout the playoff era, um, 10 of them have been decided by double digits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these games are not – it's not like they're just, you know, battles. Now, the, play, the championship games, there have been a lot of really good championship games. Yeah. Because there's two or three teams every year that are really stinking good, and it it tem- it tends to be the same two teams. You know, I mean, we had a year where LSU made it up there, uh, Georgia made it up there, um, but those those second tier teams, it just seems like they don't have they don't have the firepower, and it's just they're just delaying the inevitable if they spread this thing out. No, you're right. You know, so. But and, and I li- I like the way it is because it it makes the regular season what it always was and awesome. You know what I mean? It's like every game matters. We talked about this before. You know when they were the selection show. It's like as a fan, you expect your team to win every game, and if they don't win every game, then you really shouldn't expect to get in the playoffs. You know what I mean? If they would have told us we're going to the Orange Bowl or we're going to the you know the Cure Bowl, I would have said, hey. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I don't know. So, anyways, I think Bama's going to win the win the Natty. Uh, too much firepower. Let's go to the kind of the big surprise of um, of the uh, of the week, and that's Ohio State forty nine to twenty eight over Clemson. And this game, Justin Fields threw six touchdowns, only one pick, three hundred and eighty five yards, played out of his mind in this game. And uh, Ohio State avenges the Fiesta Bowl loss from 2019. So I was I was completely surprised by this game. Yeah, I actually I didn't I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> what do you think, Caleb? Uh, I kept up with the game, but but I didn't really watch much of it. Yeah. I oh I know Justin Fields got smoked in early. And the guy got kicked out. Yeah. And then uh, I know he they just they just let him. 
Yeah, he he just destroyed them. I mean, Clemson didn't really have anything. This game was won with as much offense and as much firepower as, as these two teams have, with as many points that were scored in this game. This game was determined by the offensive line of Ohio State and the defensive line of Ohio State. Justin Fields had time. Trevor Lawrence did not. Justin Fields had Chris Olave. Um, he ended up with six receptions, 132 yards, two touchdowns. He had the one long of 56. He had two plays where he just flat out outrun everyone. Um, Trey Sermon, uh, he dominated on the ground. 31 carries, 193 yards, a touchdown. Clemson and Brian Venables, you talked about this before, Jake, uh, and you can kind of go into it, but they had no answer for what Ohio State was doing. No, they they refused to quit playing man. I don't I don't get it. They just kept leaving everybody on an island, and they were just getting absolutely burnt. And see, Venables is not a coach that's like, okay, my, my athletes are as good as yours. I'm going to challenge you. He seems to do whatever it takes for scheme-wise to get the most out of his players. So this is what really surprised me is the fact that usually don't see a Brian Venables defense get burned more than once. You know what I mean? You get a man behind him one time and score a touchdown, okay, Brian Venables will give you that, but it's not going to happen again. You know what I mean? And that's why I was just, I was so surprised. You let the same play happen like three times. Yes, yes. It's so weird. Yes, and then the, the run game, I mean, the, the run game, Trey Sermon's run game was obviously set up by the pass game because early in the game, uh, he really didn't get get, it, get didn't get going. It was mostly Justin Fields, you know, kind of creating some plays, doing some stuff. You know, Trey Sermons would pick up three or four yards here and there, but he was getting some huge trunk chunk runs in that second half when Ohio State's offensive line just wore out Clemson. Um, but I, this might be the surprise of the year. Honestly, we all kind of said, okay, Ohio State shouldn't be in the playoff. You know, by our standards, okay, they didn't play enough games, right? They didn't beat anybody. Um, Northwestern won their bowl. Indiana lost to a, a four and six SEC team, right? Um, a four and six SEC team who's lost to several other not good SEC teams. Okay, um, and you know we're we're thinking, hey, you know maybe the Big Ten's not all it's cracked up to be. Um, but um, I think that the committee <laughs> this solidified it for the committee for sure. Yeah, I I just I can't believe Clemson came out looking that bad. That's that's something you I've never seen in the Dabo era, um, nope. and, and and the Venables I've I've never I've never seen that. And like we said before, it's like, you know, they'll give up one play, they'll make a mistake, but they're not gonna make this. You know, they're not gonna make multiple mistakes in a game. You just you just do not see that. Nope. Um, you do not see that at all. So. But um, it's going to be awesome. Ohio State, uh, Alabama, I think, as far as offensively, uh, that's going to be a shootout. Um, yeah. the, only, the only thing, like I said, that, that I really think Ohio State has an advantage on this game is the lines. Um, now, is it a big enough advantage to over— you think Ohio State has the advantage? I think the Ohio State advantage has the advantage on the defensive line, yes. Notre Dame's de- offensive line is probably one of the, the best in the country. And so is Alabama's offensive line. I think Notre Dame's offensive line played better than Alabama's offensive line in that first semifinal game. Um, Notre Dame's offensive line played extremely well. You go back and watch that game. No, uh, they did. They they, they played extremely well. I think Ohio State – I'm excited. Honestly, dude, my my 
the most exciting part of this game is going to be watching Ohio State's defensive line um, against Bama's offensive line. Um, because if Mac Jones has any time at all, I definitely think that Bama's going to score a ton of points. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I think Justin Fields is going to have time. It's just going to be depending on what what they can scheme up and, and, and try to do to keep this close. Um, I think at the end of the day, Bama has more talent, but um, this is a matchup that uh, it's definitely intriguing. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't need to see another Clemson-Alabama championship game. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, it, it's good. It's refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the first matchup when the playoffs started. Yes. It was Bama, Ohio State, and yeah. Ohio State won. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Urban, Urban's first championship or whatever there at uh, Ohio State. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely excited about that. I think, as far as offensively, these teams, you know, kind of the most exciting. When they started the season, the these two teams, I guess, as far as had the, uh, I don't know how much you follow the team composite team talent composite which is just based on all their um their um their rankings out of high school these two teams had the two highest ranked which i mean that wouldn't be surprising you know uh the most talent on these two teams so which is which is crazy how that is scary you know scary how accurate that is yeah you know <laughs> you know what i mean so uh, i think that plays a big role into it so all right, uh, just a few more bowl games we'll talk about, and then we'll kind of get into uh, any more complaints and stuff like that. Uh, Mississippi State, or Ole Miss, excuse me, uh, took care of business. The Outback Bowl, 26-20 over IU. Um, North Carolina State, uh, Kentucky, this was a really boring game. But it was really hard to watch the, the Gator Bowl. Uh, Kentucky, another SEC school, 23-21. to Iowa State uh, took care of business against Oregon. Um, which I think we all kind of figured. Iowa State's a really good program. Um, Matt Campbell, he's 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 something else. And if he sticks around in names, I think they're going to be really successful in the next few years. Um, Brock Purdy was MVP in this game, 20 of 29, 156 yards and one touchdown, uh, which is, I mean, not super impressive. Um, but Brees Hall, I think he, uh, he probably should have been the MVP. 34 carries, 136 yards and two touchdowns. Straight beast. And he is not big. Have you seen that guy run? Who? Brees Hall for uh, Iowa State, the yes, running back. He's so, oh God, he's so good. And he, he's just like you—you you can't stop him. And he—he—he—he's no. he, he, quick, but he's also tough when he hits the hole. Um, he's hard to tackle. Um, it usually takes three or four guys to get him on the ground. He's just kind of, yeah, kind of squirmy. But uh, man, he's good. Um, that was the best part about watching that game was watching him work. Um, and then the the last game, uh, the final um, New Year's Six game, the Capital One Orange Bowl. Texas A&M squeezed out a, a win against UNC, forty-one to twenty-seven. This game was much closer. We were talking to, about this before the game, um, but this was a this was a tie ball game with about four minutes left um, in this game. And uh, did you guys catch any of this one? No, no, I didn't. I didn't get to see this one either. No, me either. <laughs> well, you guys are you guys are pathetic. I don't even know why I do this. Anybody, anybody want to step in here and uh, <laughs> and take over for these guys? It's it's going to be a new season, so uh, we're casting season three of the Kick Six podcast. Anybody that wants to take over for Caleb and Jake, uh, let me know. Uh, there will be a mustache audition, but Caleb's, Caleb's walrus turned down. Uh, Gardner Min Fu Manchu, Baker Mayfield, Chuck Liddell, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Whatever you want to call it is looking per, pretty fre- pretty fresh right now. 
the Billy Ray Billy Ray Cyrus. But um Hulk Hogan. <laughs> dude, Kel- Kellen Mond had like the most Kellen Mond game ever. Sixteen to twenty six, two thirty two, baby. No no tutties, <laughs> no interceptions. Um, um yeah, Spiller got hurt in this game. He didn't play the second half, but uh, they had a freshman kid. He was going to be a beast. His name's uh, Kane. 12 carries, 140 yards, two touchdowns. One was like a 56-yarder um, at the end of the game to kind of seal it. Uh, Sam Howell didn't play bad, 18-31, 234, three touchdowns, one pick. Um, but um, North Carolina was, was – uh, and we'll talk about this on our season recap show. I'm going to have some more information about this because there's a lot of people that thought A&M should have been in the playoff. Uh, so I'm going to compare um, like opponents between A&M and Notre Dame. I'm going to compare those things so you guys can kind of see the, the the facts on this one. But uh, they were North Carolina uh, was in this game, like I said, tie ball game with about four minutes left. Um, they were missing um, about 3,000 yards rushing, over 1,000 yards receiving, and uh, an All-American defensive player in this game. So uh, that's one thing to kind of keep in mind that you can't see in the box score. Um, they were actually far as probably total amount of their team missing just as much as Florida was in, in that game. So, um, but, um, yeah, so this was, this was, this was a really entertaining game as well. But, um, um, I can't believe bowl season's over. I know. That was quick. Um, did you hear that, uh, Rambo from OU is planning to transfer? He's a starting receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't see that. I didn't, I did not hear that. Uh, JOK is turning pro, which he's a top outside linebacker prospect. He's uh, he's from Notre Dame. He won the uh, the Buckus Award uh, for yep. the for the best linebacker. Uh, Sam Ellinger is in, entering the NFL draft, and uh, Baylor has oh, an yes, yeah. He's he uh, they just announced that, um, and then uh, Fields is confirmed he will play um, in Good. the in the championship game now. Here's some bad news. Uh, Ex-Wisconsin quarterback Jack Cohn, you guys remember him? He played uh, last year, and then he transferred to Florida State, I want to say, maybe. Um, He's transferring to Notre Dame, which this was kind of rumored throughout the day uh, that he may be transferring to Notre Dame. Uh, But, gosh, I hope he does not play. Um, Yeah, he's not very good. And that would be be a huge mistake. We actually have a – he's four-star in in – about every um, every service, he's five star in some. That is a kid named Tyler, Tyler Buckner. Uh, it's coming from California to play at Notre Dame. He's been he's been all in in Notre Dame basically his whole recruitment. He's just somebody who won. You know, Notre Dame was his school. Essentially, we didn't have to work too hard to get him, and um, he uh, he actually uh, will be on campus uh, relatively shortly as soon as he can um, when they open back up for uh, for classes, but. Um, Oh man, they need to just throw him out there and let, uh, you know, let him get his lumps. I'm not excited about this uh, Jack Cone transfer. That's not gonna. No, be, that's not, not gonna, very good. No. no, it's like if, if you can find a Joe Burrow or a uh, Justin Fields out there, yeah. But Jack Jack Cone is not yeah. is not who you want. So, but this this has been rumored for three or four days that this that uh, Jack Cone was interested. Uh, basically, since the playoff, so um, yeah, I'm not, this is this is not it. That's not what takes your quarter. I would rather have Chandler Morris. Yeah, he went to TCU. Yeah, I mean, I would I would rather have somebody, dude, that can that spread it out and just chunk it down the field, not this slow, washed up dude. Um, but 
whatever. I think we might have mm-hmm. if if there's not serious changes uh in Notre Dame over this next year, it's gonna be ugly next year. Yeah. They're uh they losing quite a bit. Twenty twenty five, Arkansas might beat us. Yes, sir. They will. <laughs> they will. Yes, sir. Ar- 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 Arkansas minus seven. Calling yes, it sir. calling it right now. All right, what's uh? You guys got any more key takeaways from this uh this bowl series? I feel like I've been talking this whole time. Um, no, this... we, uh, I'm excited for the national championship. Yeah, uh, we're tied in the bowl picks, Jake. Um, I'll give a shout I'm out. Taking Bama. Get so. a get a shout out to uh to Dylan, uh Dylan Pruitt. He is um um the uh the the leading uh man in the clubhouse right now into the playoffs but uh hopefully uh, i can get a chance to uh to catch him jake and i we're in second right jake yeah somebody else is tied with dylan where are you at jake or where are you at caleb i'm just about to look caleb, caleb's gonna win i think caleb's got 10 yeah not good nice good. okay all right. Well, hey, uh, we'll be back uh, later this week on Thursday with a with a uh, college football national championship preview. Uh, we'll break down kind of offenses and defense of both these teams where we think that they can, uh, um, you know, kind of find advantages. Uh, we'll each kind of take a little section there, and then we'll talk about that for a little while on uh, Thursday, and that'll give you guys something to listen to over the um, over the um, you know over the weekend and uh, as you're struggling to watch NFL football. Uh, Jake, did the Redskins make the playoffs? Yes, sir. Oh, the Absolutely. Eagles. The, I heard the. I heard the. So I heard the Eagles uh, were tanking. Uh, that's what everybody's saying, but I don't really care. We still made the playoffs. I, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm Not saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. There you go. That's how. All that, the Giants fans are complaining, like, "Oh, the Eagles screwed us." It's like you guys lost ten games. Y'all screwed yourself. Everybody in y'all's division sucks, dude. I hate I to. I hate to tell y'all that. I y'all like. Had, y'all had six wins. What do you mean you deserve to be in the playoffs, dude? Uh, <laughs> there's teams in the AFC with ten wins that didn't make the playoffs, awesome. and then and then uh, you guys have what six. Seven. Seven. Seven and nine. Yeah, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who you guys got this weekend? Tampa. Oh, old Brady. Yep. It's at home, too. We actually match up pretty well with Tampa. How do you get it? At, how do you guys get to play at home? Because they weren't a division winner? They won the division. Oh, my God. They didn't win their division. The Saints did. Oh, yeah, because the Saints are like, what, like 13 and 3? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. NFL, dude, it's a heck of a place. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right, Caleb. The walrus, what do you got, man? You got any more, anything else? Mm, no. All right. Well, hey, uh, thanks for listening, guys. I know we've uh, we picked up quite a few new listeners, I've heard. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, letting me know they're listening, so that's awesome. Um, I think it's uh, because uh, if they could only see us, they would definitely uh, stop listening. But <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, Caleb would get, get the ladies. He'd pick up our lady demographic. Yeah, lady demographic would skyrocket. The old walrus. All right, but uh, anyways, thanks for listening. Make sure you uh, subscribe here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow me. I've been I've been uh, I've been hitting the, the Facebook hard, making sure I'm uh, active throughout these games. And I even I even got on the Twitter a little bit through the uh, the nat- the national championship um, playoffs. But um, we will be back on Thursday, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. See you later.